0: Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Welcome to the podcast. I am your host, Kim Peek. I am a running, triathlon, and fitness coach who empowers women through movement, specifically as they train and prepare for an endurance race, such as a 5K, half marathon, or triathlon. Thank you for joining me today. Now on with the show. Hey everyone. I am here today with Lynn Lindbergh, and I am so excited to have you here today, Lynn. I met Lynn a y- almost a year ago at the Idea World Convention, which is a convention that fitness professionals go to. and we took we were part of the blog fest and we took lots of classes and learned all kinds of stuff. It was a really a great experience. but that's where I met Lynn. And then we found out that we had a lot in common, and we've been talking almost once every three weeks or so
1: all year
0: since then. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, great. Go ahead, Kim. Nice. I was just going to say, so great to
0: have you here so that we can bring the rest of the world in on some of the conversations of the things that we've been talking about the last year.
1: Right. No, I love that. I love we have an opportunity to talk today, Kim. And I do. I remember that convention, obviously, really well. It was Actually, my first ideal world convention. And, and if you're listening to this and you, you don't know what that is, it is very likely the biggest fitness convention on the planet, 10,000 fitness professionals. And the blog fest that Kim and I were on were part of a special, um, you have to apply to get there. And then once you're there, it's this amazing network opportunity. So I was going around literally with my notepad, meeting as many people as I could and there are a, just a small handful of people and Kim was one of them where I met her and, and I learned oh power of run she helps women learn how to you know get to the 5k get to the marathon in a way that that doesn't hurt their body but rather builds them up and and I thought oh what a what a really awesome authentic body positive person so so that's where that's where Kim that's where Kim and I uh, stayed in touch, and then and then later I found out. And if you followed Kim at all, you probably already know this. Uh, she has an amazing, incredible story beyond just running that really adds a whole other layer of compassion and empathy for people and. Uh, and I won't give away your whole story, Kim, i will <laughs> have to listen to other podcasts and learn what what this amazing journey you've been on is. Uh, but it really gives you that that depth of if somebody says, "Oh, I don't, I don't know if I can run because of blah blah blah," um, y- you get it, and you you get it in a really deep, meaningful way. So
0: happy to be here. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say one more thing, Um, Lynn. When I first met her, and she was walking around talking to everybody on the convention floor or in the blog fest, getting to know lots of people, she has her program is called Couch to Active, and we're gonna get into a little bit here about what Couch to Active is all about. But one of the first things that I saw, where beyond just the surface level of meeting her at a convention, meeting you at the convention, was your great couch to active video and we will have to link to that in the story notes and oh. show notes so that people can see and I looked at this and I'm like that is the kind of person who if you are not working out and you're not sure about this workout thing that's the kind of person you want inspiring you and motivating you and helping you along that path because Lynn clearly makes working out fun and I know you're the same way. The more you get into this, the more we study this, Mm -hmm. we all want immediate gratification. It's just how we're wired. And if you can't make that workout, something that's fun and something that you enjoy, then you're not going to stick with it. So that was one of the initial things that made me go, okay, this is somebody who gets it. Yeah. (laughs) So so tell tell us a little bit. What is couch to active? Right.
1: So so couch to active, uh, sometimes people ask, you know, couch to active, is that the same as couch to 5K? You know, here we're with Kim and she's a running coach. And and and, and most of us already know couch to 5K. That's the, the, and that's not what this is. You know, couch to 5K is do, you know, do this exercise on day one and this workout on day two. Eventually you'll get to your 5K. Couch to active looks at um, really how to, finally become a person who exercises because 80% of us out there, the majority, you know, we have failed gym membership over gym membership. We say this year, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to get in shape and it just never happens. And so with couch to active, I really look to solve for that. What but- is it? What is that missing link between really wanting to do this, like really wanting to do this and, and never getting there? And the more I studied it, the more I realized that missing link really has very little to do with actually exercise itself and more to do with so many other facets and things going on in your life. So we took what I learned there and turned it into couch to active is a program that walks people through how to make these things in their life in a way that is positive, in a way that leaves you more excited about your life and not left with, you know, I have to work out for an hour every day, even if I hate it, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow, you know all that.
0: Because we know that if you hate it, you're not going to do it.
1: It's not, you know, it'll backfire. <laughs> it'll right. totally backfire. Um, it, and then, and then we have, uh, just a couple of programs out there for people. And we have, uh, a book that's coming out this with that
0: actually oh, exciting.
1: program in there. Yes. Woo-hoo. Yep. So that's, that's that it in a nutshell.
0: So somebody comes to you, you have, um, a, a call with them and they decide that you decide that you're a good fit for each other. What is the first What do you do? How do you start? What's the first thing they learn from you?
1: I shame them and tell them what they've been doing has been horrible and bad. No, 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 none of that. I give them a horrible workout plan and say, do this. No, 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 no. So the tactically in the program itself, uh, it's it's all online, and and I know that the people who go through this program they're highly successful in other areas of their life. So it's not that they don't have self-discipline. It's not that they don't have grit. It's, it's they just, they, they have so much else going on. So the whole program is designed with that in mind. So tactically, it looks like um, they receive an online course that is uh, very light on the text and very heavy on the how to apply this to your unique life. And nice. they, yes. Yeah, exactly. Get, get in and out. I call it the biggest bang for the minute, right? So you <laughs> learn as much as you can, much, as much as possible. And then they meet with me once a week and we dial in, you know, how does that really do- work into their life? And so then at the end of the eight weeks, they graduate with a knowing what to do to keep this active lifestyle going. And They have a two-year plan because we know, you know, going through a program, it's like going to summer camp or revival or, you know, something like that. And you leave feeling really great from the convention and then it all fizzles, right? So we make sure that doesn't fall for you. So we we give you, you work through a two-year plan to keep it going. Again, biggest bang for the minute of your time. Um, And then we also teach about how to escape a setback. Because that happens. We all have things that can do and will happen in our lives. Yes. It's just just part of the human condition. You know, things happen.
0: And that's so important to know how to get started again.
1: Yeah, it is. Because we all have these stories of, oh, I was in great shape. And then, you know, my knee or my child or my aging parent or, and, and so that's a key piece of keeping it going is knowing how do you work through that and get back in, in a way that's just not beating yourself up and like, Oh, I'm fat and out of shape. And uh," you know, like how do you get through that uh, as quickly as possible? So can we
0: talk about that for a second? Let's say that somebody hurt their knee or we had a bad flu season this year. And I was working with a lot of people who the flu took them out for two, three, four weeks. Uh-huh. How do you move past that? What do you teach your people?
1: Yeah, no, that's a that's a great question, and and I actually just had one one client this winter who was partway through the program and got sick, and she's like, wait, wait, this is supposed to be the best, you know, summit experience, and now I'm sick. Um, so what we have there is a a tool called Escape a Setback, and we just walk them through essentially mindset exercises to recalibrate Mm -hmm. mindset, recalibrate relationships, recalibrate the relationship with themselves, and then uh, to make a plan going forward. So to get out of the focus on, I feel sick, weak, fat, out of shape, lethargic, and Mm -hmm. get into the, okay, but what can I do today that would be okay and make that plan and execute on it. And, um, and, and part of it is by the time you get to that piece of the program, you've already done the eight weeks of lessons. So we have a series of, we call it life practices. So we review those practices. Yep. They're essentially about 40 affirmations of, you know, this is what I do and this is who I am. So that's a long way of saying uh, that we basically review the whole program and then look at tactically what can we do in our lives today.
0: Very nice. I like that. Okay. Now, earlier you, you hit upon one of my favorite words. Uh-oh. and It is, I've heard you talk about this before, so I know this is going to be a great discussion. Um, grit. Uh, a lot of yeah. people, I mean, we're, we are taught that to persevere, to be resilient, we have to have grit. And I've heard you say before that grit isn't really the thing. Grit.
1: grit is, when it comes words, to exercise, what that's to what I grit. say. Grit is bogus. And bogus.
0: That's the word I was searching
1: for. I know, and, and people say, what, what, what about, what about, you know, Angela Duckworth's book on grit? And she has a TED talk. And I know, I know right here, I've got the book. It's in my hand. If um <laughs> Kim and I are on a video chat. and I'm showing her the book. Yes. <laughs> That's right.
0: Nobody else can see our video.
1: <laughs> exactly. We all need grit and self-discipline to survive, thrive, and do almost anything meaningful in our lives. We we need that. And we need it to get through high school. So, you know, high school kids, state youths, keep that grit going, get those homework assignments done. Um, (laughs) We need it to to do well in our jobs, to be good human beings. But there's only a limited amount of grit that we can use in our lives. And we don't want a life that's just full of grit. Because if you think about it, grit is, if you think about the definition of grit, grit is saying... Here's this thing that I want to accomplish in my life. But in order to get to that thing, I have to do other things I don't want to do. So, I'm going to use grit to push through and do stuff I hate anyway to get to that end goal. And and that's great. That's how we make breakthroughs a lot of times. Mm-hmm. But if your day-to-day exercise every day for your whole life, 365 days a year times decades is an hour of grit that you hate. You're not living a life you love. It's it's right. Yeah. And you're not every day for your whole life. I think I want to live a life I love. I don't want to go and spend an hour doing something I hate every day. Like, no, I no, I want to love my life. So Saying that grit is bogus is a way of helping folks say, huh, well, if grit's bogus, what else What else can I do? And, mm-hmm. and how else can I shape this exercise thing in a way that I don't need that grit and self-discipline in a way that I become one of those people who just exercise? Right. So,
0: I love this because... For one, if you don't like something, you're not going to stick with it. But there's a lot of research that shows, too, that our willpower just tanks as the day goes on. So you might wake up all gung-ho, but what if your lifestyle isn't set up so that you can get that workout in first thing in the morning? If you're relying solely on willpower or grit and you have to work out at the end of the day when your willpower is the lowest – it, it, it might not happen. It's be a, yeah. Well, and I know, and I know Kim there, just a
1: couple of months ago, there's a book came out that said willpower, willpower doesn't work. Right. Right. That's the title. I keep telling everyone the book is called willpower is worthless, but it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I was so excited to see, see that that book come out and, and it talked, it, it was just a perfect compliment to what couch to active does. Cause it mm-hmm. says, "Take your life, and design it in a way that you don't need so much grit and willpower to do what you love and what you want to do.
0: This episode is sponsored by my coaching company, Power of Run. If this is the year you want to run your first or fastest half marathon, walk or run a 5k, or jump into the world of triathlon, check out my coaching programs at www.crushingmygoals.com store. So what kinds of tips, I know that you have lots of them, what kinds of tips do you have so that people can design that life that they love? Well, you know, I think if, if somebody like, we'll just give them, give
1: people a few tactical tips that you can okay. walk, walk away with. And, um, cause I always think, Oh, I could talk all day.
0: <laughs> right. This is our favorite subject. We could talk all day on it.
1: I could talk all day. My sometimes my family's like, no, no more. <laughs> we get it.
0: <laughs> uh, well, one of them is
1: one of the first things I teach people, and it's it's a little silly and it's kind of an eye roll, but I have people memorize this quote, and it and it's this: it's my body needs exercise. My body will always need exercise. This is not negotiable. It will never change. It's science, and and I know that's that's the basics right there. But a lot of times we get into our lives and we get busy and we get through the day and we, you know, we keep reading all these articles about you know, how to hack our bodies and how to hack our diet and hack our exercise and you know the magic tips for this and that. And really, we are human beings. We are an animal called a human. And it needs to exercise. Mm -hmm. And when people actually realize that and really, I mean, we know this, we already know this, but when people actually soak it in, this light bulb goes off and it says, oh, you're right. Exercise is not a luxury. It's not selfish. It's not me putting myself above others. It's, I'm just a human and I need this. Mm -hmm. so that's one of the the, the big ones, and then um, let's see what are some of the others that you hear me talk about often.
0: Just being compassionate and accepting yourself where you are, I yeah. think is another really good one. That one's that one's that one's huge,
1: and that's and, and again, that's what couch to active. So much of it is not about exercise; it's about kind of the behavioral sciences behind life change. Um, compassion is huge. And I think part of the reason or or part of the reason so many of us fail to be consistent with a change in our lives is, is because we're so hard on ourselves and it's a hard thing to look at. And that negative voice, you know, you heard me say earlier, you know, oh, I'm bad. I'm out of shape. I'm flabby. I'm whatever. If you can have compassion for where you're at today. And really say, okay, life has thrown me some third falls. Mm-hmm. I've got that going. Maybe, maybe I really feel like I legitimately was just, you know, threw exercise out the window and decided not to care for 20 years. You know, let that go. Let all that junk go and just be compassionate for where you are at and do what you can today. And that is just a real freeing piece to be, to just recognize your humanity, recognize life throws you curveballs and it's okay. And sometimes in that trying to be compassionate, we can get even more frustrated and you'd be like, Oh, I'm felt like I'm frustrated. I haven't exercised and now I'm frustrated that I can't show myself compassion. And uh, it's when that happens, if you've got massive frustration, recognize that your massive frustration is good because it means you haven't given up.
0: Oh, I like so, that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's such an important thing too because you talk to so many people who they think exercising means that they have to be perfect. And when we expect perfection out of ourselves, mm-hmm. we stumble and then we give up. And a lot of times that alone is what causes people. I've seen this with a lot of friends who have tried to do the whole 30 program and they'll quit after the first couple of days because it's a very structured way of eating. And yeah, I have too. And there are great things about it. If you do it the way the founders have outlined the program and you use it as a way to figure out, you know, like what your food sensitivities are and how different foods affect you. But you have to go through the process. And I've seen so many people get frustrated on that first day because they aren't perfect and then they quit. Well, what if you just were consistent and you tried to inch more toward that lifestyle every day in 30 days of trying to be consistent? Would that be better in the long run than three days of perfection and then quitting for three weeks? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Basically what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. And, and looking at it as not a did I pass or fail this exercise program uh, and shifting that just flip it on its head and say not did I pass or fail this exercise program, but flip it on its head and, and look at it as a curious life experience, uh, experiment and say, okay, I'm going to try. This is one thing that, that we do uh, for folks who haven't exercised in ever is called the one minute challenge. Okay, one exercise. You do it for one minute every day for thirty days. That's it. And you pick an exercise that's super easy to do anywhere, like like calf raises. You know, Mm -hmm. lift your heels up for a minute in the the store, the line at the grocery store, brushing your teeth. There, you know, keep it as easy as possible. Use it as an experiment to say, okay, did I did I do really well at this? Did I struggle? And if I struggled, let's take a look at that and learn more about what that means for me and my life. What shifts do I need to change, make or change? And sometimes folks will get into this and realize, oh, and this doesn't happen on day one, usually. Uh huh. Folks will realize, oh, I actually do need to make a massive radical change in my life and And when that happens that that's beyond my scope, and we need to bring in other people and help and you know, <laughs> maybe somebody's like oh i need i need to I need to move or I need to get a divorce or i need, i mean like
0: oh, yeah I know I know outside <laughs> of our realm of expertise there
1: exactly, but it's real it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely completely a very real thing and and it helps get out of that fog of frustration and into being uh just really clear about what are my barriers? What can I do? What can I not influence? And, and then it really puts you in a place of empowerment.
0: Yeah. So one thing I liked about what you just said about the one minute challenge is that I think it also helps teach people that exercise doesn't have to be what we traditionally think of as exercise. You don't have to go out and run. You don't have to go to the gym Exercise can be a burst of activity in any room of your house, at the grocery store, anywhere in public.
1: Amen, sister. So (laughs) yeah,
0: we could talk about this all day. So I'm going to wrap this up with one question, and then we're going to have you on the show again so that we can get deeper into some of these subjects. Does that sound okay?
1: That sounds great to me. Sure.
0: Okay. So... Final question. You talk about stop, you talk about l- crafting creating a life you love and you tell people to stop doing exercise that they hate and replace yeah. it with something else. So, yeah. what are some ways that people can find those things that they might love? So, this is unconventional and it raises
1: eyebrows, but I do. I tell people if you hate it, don't do it, but keep an open mind and know that what you like to do is going to shift over time and so so many because so much of the time we think oh I you know exercise means I go to the gym and I do weights with you know other and and as a woman sometimes the stereotype is you know exercise means I have to go to the gym and be in this like like gross weight room with guys staring me up and down and that's just uncomfortable and like blah. no 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 so what we say is if if you really hate it don't do it don't do it. And, but really challenge yourself to break through your stereotypes of who does what kinds of exercises and commit to trying all kinds of things until you find what you love. And so that's what we throw people into that abyss of, you know, okay, you don't, you hate, you think you hate the gym today. That's great. So try water aerobics. It doesn't matter if you're a guy and typically water aerobics is all women or, you know, try a spin class and it doesn't matter if your stereotype is cyclists or all the hardcore people. And you just feel like you have 150 pounds to lose. Who am I to be in a spin class? You know, just break through all that, try everything and be, and if you feel today like, but I hate it all. I hate all exercise. (laughs) Trust that because biologically your body needs to move. And if you keep trying things, you will find something you enjoy.
0: Oh, I love that because that is so true. Yeah. We are wired for movement yep. and there will be something. You're right. There will be something that people find that they enjoy. Yeah. All and, right. So, oh, go ahead.
1: No, and it'll shift and it'll change <laughs> what you love over time. So, so.
0: If people have liked what we've talked about today and think – Oh, this is something that could really help me. How do they find you? Couchtoactive.com. So it's couch, the word to, T-O,
1: active.com. Head over to that website. We made it super simple. Um, Float around and you'll see how to contact me or learn more about uh, what we offer.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. And we will have Lynn back very soon. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week, and I will catch you next Tuesday.